Yo, yo, yo. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. Up late, up late, a lot of thoughts, a lot of conversation, a lot of things to get off my chest. Not gonna hold you up all night, but I'm gonna give you the goods. I'm gonna give you the goods, I'm gonna serve it to you, flip it over, whip it, whip it, whip it real good tonight, man. I got a couple topics, man. I got a couple topics today. I got Cowboys, Lakers, Kings all intertwined together a little bit. And that's trying to build. You got to put the pavement down before you do anything else. It can go one or two ways. It can go really smooth or it can be real rocky. So let's start with the Kings. Sacramento Kings and Lakers just played a couple days ago. Lakers beat them. But a couple nights before that, the Sacramento Kings beat the Lakers. And that was one heck of a game, man. But even before that, on Christmas, the Lakers played. And that was a game within itself, man. First of all, I mean, to see Rondo control it. Hold on, let me rewind that. To see LeBron James control it. And everybody else was elevating their game, especially on the national TV stage. I mean, yeah, you play for the Lakers. That's big. But playing on a Thanksgiving or one of those big events, it's a little bit different. The crowd is a little bit different. You're a little more... Um, um, more eyeballs is on you. So you kind of want to see how to react under pressure. You know, this first time, big game, Christmas game. You know, it's not playoffs, but it's a simulation, maybe a lower level to a playoff game. The hype around the people talk about it. Uh, uh, you're the prime game of the day. So you just want to kind of see who's ready, who wasn't ready, who kind of stays with it or whatnot. So Kuzma did his thing. Ingram, he has this more inconsistent than consistent. LeBron is always going to be LeBron. You kind of want to see who's going to be who and how they can mesh together um, on this big stage. That's how you kind of know with um, the bigger the game is, who's the big game players. Because some people are just big game players, a la Rondo. Rondo's just a big game player, but he's not a, a everyday player like he used to be. Big games, you know how to do it. And to kind of see them win that game and kind of control that pace and didn't fold like the Cleveland Cavaliers usually would do and still doing now with J.R. Smith and all those guys, man. Um, they didn't fold. And that was good to kind of see them progress, man, to mature. These are the only way that young guys can mature with going through adversity when you're down, when you're up. Uh, when they're making a comeback, especially um, the Warriors, man, when, 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 to me, the most important player is Steph Curry. The best player is KD. But when Steph start to hit, for me, when I see it, it feels like it breaks the confidence of the other team. To me, when Curry gets going, when KD goes, it's kind of like he's, he's going to do his thing. But when Curry goes, especially at home, the crowd gets way more into it. They're just way more locked in with when Curry gets off. You know what I'm saying? 
and them stopping that kind of wave, getting down like one, was it 13, but almost like one point, one or two points, they were really close in the third quarter, and by Rondo kind of slowing the game down and slowing the pace down, it do one or two things. You have to make baskets, or the Warriors are going to run off of those slow baskets, but he controlled the game when LeBron went down with the groin, and that could be a good and bad thing. But I kind of seen Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram mature a little bit, Kuzma mature a little bit, and Rondo, veteran, always where he's supposed to be, always know where he's supposed to go. So that was a that was a big high coming off of that win to come into Sacramento. And if you don't know Sacramento, LA is a pretty 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 good rivalry. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't care what the record is; it's always going to be that battle, man. If you're uh, if you come to the games, man, I mean, it's, it's, it always feels like a playoff game, man, especially with the fans. It's kind of like the Cowboys and the Niners, no matter what the record is, it always feels good to beat them. But coming in, man, the Kings, I mean, they've been playing well all year. So it's not like a team that you can just ignore like that. You can't really ignore the Kings. They're not that kind of team to ignore, but the King has been in the, Seeding from 10 to 8 around there. So they're two, three games from first place. If you look at the standards, they're not they're not they're not too far. They're they're pretty much in that A seven spot if they get a couple more wins and, and those things, man. And again, it kind of sees the the how you see the pavement, right? And you starting to see Buddy Hill, right? You starting to see um Luca, um, you're starting to see these guys, man, really starting to grow up. You know, uh, uh, De'Aaron Fox, you start to see them grow up. You know, even Jackson, you see them grow up in some ways. And I've been in a, a hard critic on him, but let me just get to the game. So when you see Kuzma and Ingram, can't lie, they were balling, man. They were looking like, okay, these dudes are really coming for you like LeBron is really because people say LeBron holds people's powers back but I don't believe it. I think people got to elevate at times and you kind of see why LeBron controls the game and gets mad at them and trying to teach them how to play because they still play like they're in AAU just the fundamentals of basketball they don't have that yet that capability just yet and LeBron has to direct these guys man and you don't know how good a, a director is until he's not there. You know, Spielberg or Ice Cube, you know, certain movies, man, need those kind of directors to make the movie good, you know, to know the shots, to know the angles. And LeBron James is, is a director. And to kind of see them play without their director, um, it's all good and fun until the crunch time comes and to kind of see the pressures and kind of see how they deal with it. You've seen uh, Lonzo Ball balling, moving the ball, just pretty much do what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? Pushing the ball up. I mean, he was he was doing this thing that night for sure. Um, he had 20 points, 12 rebounds. I mean, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. He was doing his thing. Um, he was pushing the pace. He was playing defense. I mean, he he he... He outdid De'Aaron Fox. I mean, they've been battling since college. Um, you've seen Josh Hart um, had his 10. 
but Kuz was pretty much on gas, no break. And you kind of seen that. He got his confidence. And Brandon Ingram, man, he stays around 22, 20 points. He just can't get into the 30s. Like, for some reason, right when he gets to the 20s, he just completely stops or shuts down. And you just seen the Kings kind of wear on them after a while. And you start to see the mistakes that LeBron James gets mad on. Silly fouls. Turnovers. Lack of awareness. Just not capable of closing. And that's why the Lakers are in so many games at the end. Because of these young guys. They're just... Sometimes I, I, I wonder, do they, do they understand how to play defense. Sometimes you're going to be so aggressive. And they could have won the game. One, let's bring it on Brandon Ingram for missing a free throw. Two, you could put it on Kuz for uh, Fallon Jackson at the free throw. Period. I'm going to get on him in a second. I mean, those are just dumb, crazy stuff. You know what I'm saying? If Ingram makes a free throw, they, if anything, they go into overtime. So those things... That is good. LeBron's not there so they can grow and learn how to play those kind of games. They need to know how to play those kind of games. They need to know how to overcome those. They need to know what do I do if LeBron James is not on the floor? He's not directing us. And the coaches have to run better plays for them. They have to run um, certain sets. They were running sets throughout the game, but they have to run. I want to say easier back door, but sets that they're comfortable with. You know, I, I like Brandon Ingram with the ball, but to me at times, he, he seems confused at moments when I watch him. Maybe the pressure gets to him, but that's how you kind of know who's going to be traded and who they're going to keep. So that's kind of a, a toss up 50 50 sometime when you, when you watch them. Kuzma, he was balling, but the foul that I mean, make Jackson go, and big props to Jackson, man. I mean, he's, I won't say he's been a bust, but he has not lived up to, I think it was top 10 pick at all. Um, he hasn't lived up to it. But what I am noticing is he's trying to play defense, and that's going to have to be his mark in the NBA. Long defense, rebounding, back cuts. He, he has to find some way to be uh, an impactful player in the game and that's a clutch free throw that he did you can tell from being at North Carolina he'd been in those kind of games but that still doesn't stop them from not scoring and Brandon Ingram went to the free throw and he missed it he, he straight missed it and you can kind of tell he had a feeling that's what he was going to do so how do you get better from that you just got to learn you just they just got to learn the Lakers just have to learn how to play without LeBron so you can kind of see Who's ready and who's not ready? So that was a really big game. And on the Kings side, to see Shump ball that night with 18. Willie had 19. Fox had 15, 12, and 9. I mean, BB, double Bs, with the game winner, had 23. Bogey, you know what I'm saying? Jackson had 10. Um, Badalisma, he had 18. And what I'm seeing with the Kings is two things. They're consistent, inconsistent. 
that's what they are. And they have to kind of find a way to, to rattle off more than one or two wins. If they can rattle off five, four out of five, you know, if they stay 500, they have a chance by the time to play. I mean, by the time the All-Star game comes, they have a chance to really do something really, really special. But that was a huge win for the Kings, even though they have LeBron, even though they didn't have Rondo. A win is a win. And what they're showing me is they are having the ground laid down, a foundation. And they're starting to find foundation players. I mean, Willie Colley-Stein is doing his thing. And what I noticed about Willie Colley-Stein, when he goes after the, the head, the big guys, and he's going strong, the Kings usually win, it seems like. And they are doing good with that. But they just got to keep up the pace. They just got to know this is who are, this is who we are, and we got to stick to who we are. If we run fast in the first, we got to run fast in the fourth. And then they will start to learn how to slow the pace down. You know, Fox will learn those things, you know. But right now, what, what gets them to win is running people off the court, especially coming down with what, 15 points or so and coming all the way back to win. That is a mindset. That is a mindset that we don't give up. That's a mindset that we won't give up. Even if we down 15 with five minutes, we're going to run. We're going to come back. And I like to see buildings getting built from scratch because you get to see the wood and you get to see how it all comes together. It might look ugly, but then eventually it will look beautiful. And I just see the Kings really making a, a really good run. But again, um, uh, De'Aaron Fox, you know, he's the man in, in Hill. Um, even though in that particular game he didn't do good, they always got to account for him. And Bogey, he's definitely um, playing well. There's a lot of confidence. Um, a great shooter, a great shot, you know, from the corner, man. I mean, it looked good when he left his hands. And it's kind of good to, to see them starting to build something, man. Maybe not this year, but they knocking right on that door. And they're all young. And they're all young. And wait till they get their full core back together. You know what I'm saying? When they get their full core back together, it's it's going to be a problem, man. And they just have to keep building on that. If they're a running team in the beginning, they got to be a running team at the end. And they have to stay focused. They have to stay focused on the task at hand. But that's what young teams and teams that haven't won in so long, this is what they go through. And I like to see those kind of processes. You know, uh, you see how the Warriors are, you know, but when you have guys uh, 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 drafted together, it's a different bond. It's a different bond. It's definitely a different bond when you see him, when you see him come together, you get to see a team get built, you know, to kind of really see where they go and, and, and how they come together, man. And the coach has definitely done a good job i always thought he was a really good coach especially changing from a grinder to an offense spread out kind of a team to know who he has what kind of offense he has what kind of point guard he has what kind of two guard he has and i kind of see those two backcourts and i definitely think they're a top five backcourt young backcourt in the league young maybe 25 and under i think they'd be right there with, with the best of them you know and I definitely see them ascending for sure, man. And I, I definitely see them making the playoffs this year. So that's my um, my two cents on that one. And we're going to talk about the champs, the NFC champions. 
the NFC champions. The NFC champions. And you know who that is. That is the ultimate. The best. Team. From the East. The Dallas Cowboys. So I didn't want to call. Or I didn't want to talk. I wanted to just connect. And everything just kind of processed through my mind. With uh, with the Cowboys, when they win the NFC Championship, how they beat uh, Tampa Bay like that, that was a good game, man. But I just had to wait. I was excited. I was happy. But I wanted to wait another week and see how they played against the Giants. He said, Chris, why do you want to see them play against the Giants? Why would you want to see that? That's like a meaningless game. That's the point. Everybody kept telling us a meaningless game. Now, what's your mindset coming out to a meaningless game? Is it going to be focused or are you going to just treat it like, hey, let me go out the night before. Let me not worry. I just do what I want to do. I ain't going to practice hard. I'm just going to do me. And that's what I was waiting for. And I seen a focused offense. Our defense, uh, hit or miss, not as good as we should be. But I want to see how Dak played. I want to see how receivers played. I want to see how sharp he was. I want to see who's dialed in because that's going to show me what kind of chance we got in the playoffs. And boy, did they show me. They showed me. They showed me really good. They showed me really good because if you think about it, when they beat the Saints and then they have to play the Eagles and then they have to play the Colts, focus, focus, focus. Well, you don't got to win against the Colts. Everybody kept saying they don't have to win. We don't got to win. We don't got to win. And guess what? They lost. Matter of fact, they got shut out. And I didn't like that. I didn't like that mindset. So to see Dak ball and do his thing, I mean, we, we got to give it up to him again, Cowboys fans. You know, let's be honest here. Romo wouldn't do it. And I'm always going to compare him to Romo because Romo only won an NFC championship with twice, once or twice. Hasn't been a lot. He's been to the playoffs, what, three times? In, in 10 years, Dak already been to the playoff two times. So, and his career have not even got started. So, we have to be realistic, Cowboys fan. Do we want wins or we want stats? Do we want to go to the playoffs or we want to go 8-8? Eight eight? I'll let you think about it for a second. Because for some reason, we're making it hard and I was making it hard. Do I want the, do I want the ball to go down the field? Yes. Who does not want the ball to go down the field? Everybody wants the ball to go down the field. I want the ball to go down the field. We all want the ball to go down the field. But if that's not going to help us win the game, why does it matter? Why does it matter? If we win, that's not all that matters. If we just win. Okay. So Dak threw over with 300 yards, I think. Was that a, and he did his thing. It looked good, but he overthrew. He was in Akron on some, but they really wasn't talking about it that much inaccuracy as much. You know why? Because when he hit Cole Beasley, not two people that's inaccurate can hit those kind of passes. And he did. And that was a beautiful play. You know, with Dak, man, it's, it's you're going to have to take some of those. 
we're going to have to accept that he's going to fumble the ball or he's going to hold on to the ball. Is that a good trade? No. Is there a perfect quarterback in the NFL? No. Do we have to accept some of these things that he do? Yes. But does he win? Yes. Clutch time? Yes. Do I trust him in the clutch? Yes. Not in a clutch. And I believe that he'll win the game for us. As crazy as that sounds, I believe in Dak when it's clutch time. I believe in Dak when it's money time. I trust him because know why? He's always going to look for this safe route. He's always going to hit the third down. He's always going to hit the guy when he needs those crucial times that Romo do not come through on consistently. Now you say, hey, CG, he hasn't won a playoff game. Okay, you're right. But I don't believe it was his fault. I mean, he brought the Cowboys all the way back. <laughs> and then we wanted to play prevent defense. And we lost. So I can't really blame that. I don't know. I think he put up almost, what, 30-plus points that game. Went head-to-head with Aaron Rodgers. We lost last year. We went, what, 9-6. and six. That's still a winning record. It wasn't 8-8. Eight and eight. We went 8-8 eight and eight like three years in a row. Supposed to win the last... Last last game of the season, and we lose. But Romo put all the stats up. He put up all the stats, and it's hard to find a quarterback. It's very hard. Ask the Raiders. Ask Jacksonville. It's hard to find a quarterback. I would love Tua. Don't get it wrong. If we can get Tua from Alabama, I would love that. But Dak definitely still has to work down the field. Maybe it's his confidence. He's starting to learn how to do it. I don't know. Do I want us to see us stretch the ball more? Yes. Do we need to get it to Amari Cooper? Yes. Do we need to have better scheme? Yes. Is our offense a dinosaur offense? Yes. Because basically our receivers have to get open. They have to win the one-on-one battles. There's no scheme with it. It's you better win to get open. And you got to think last year from him getting sacked like six or seven times, Stupid on the coaches. To be honest, I think now he's starting to find his groove. Now, we have to wait and see because Seattle's was is, is definitely coming. They definitely beat us, but they don't got an all-pro safety back there. So I feel very comfortable saying, especially at home, because Dak plays good at home, that we have a great shot of winning. I'm betting on the Cowboys to win for sure because these teams are pretty much equal. They're Spin images of each other. Inconsistent offense. Quarterback who scrambles. Based on a running game. Defense is almost better than offense. Almost similarities. It's who makes the least mistakes. And I think Russell Wilson's going to make a mistake. Versus Dak Prescott. I really believe that. And I believe if we get past this team... We got to play the Saints. I believe the Cowboys can beat the Saints. I believe that. I believe they have a real opportunity to beat the Saints. But again, when I just seen the super focus against the Giants, um, I like what I've seen, especially Blake Jarwin. I mean, what can you say about that? I mean, we finally get a tight end with three touchdowns, seven catches, uh, 119 yards. I mean, 
Beasley, man, 94 yards, six catches. You have Michael Gallup, man, three catches, 50 yards. You have uh, Allen Hearns, man, 50 yards. You have Cooper with five catches. We have to go deep. He missed a deep pass with him on there. So we got to be better with the deep throws. Dak has to get better, and I think he will get better. But now it's time for the game breakers. It's time for the game breakers, man. Um, the back is against the wall. I don't remember the last time going to the playoffs that our back was against the wall the way it's been for this particular span of time. I can't think of one. It's been a long time that we won, what, five out of six? I mean, we got to give it up, you know, and uh, it's good that our back is against the wall because those are the teams that come up from the mud. Uh, we're not real flashy. We're a grind team, grinder. They're gonna, we're gonna grind on you and grind on you, and eventually you're gonna bust that pipe, you know. So they're more like an old school football team versus Romo, very flashy, Rams looking, you know, nice. But offenses, man, that's not gonna win you all the time. A Super Bowl, that's not gonna advance consistently because it seems like the defense is starting to catch up to the offense. And when you start hitting that quarterback, he ain't going to want to be hitting that, that cold. He ain't going to want to keep getting hit. And I feel like we 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 had them dogs. We had them linebackers, them dogs who going to come down and 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 put that head to that to that to that chest. And they coming, man. They flying all over the place. I think our safeties are solid enough to 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 stand up to it. I think our corners are solid enough Especially get the Eagles, man. I don't think they got a game breaker, but they got playmakers. You know, I think Amari Cooper is a game breaker. Um, I think he can break the game wide open. So, um, offense have to get better. I mean, we're, we're way at the bottom, man, of of passing. But Dak again is is he's just a winner. Sometimes winners, man, don't put up the greatest stats. I mean, would you rather have Cousins? Or would you rather have Dak? You tell me. One put up numbers, one go to the playoffs. We already had the numbers. We got to move off the numbers. We had Romo. We had the numbers. We didn't go to the playoffs consistently. I don't care about the numbers. But let's be honest, we still need to hit the deep ball. Trust me, I understand. I get it. I get it. I get it. But we're building a foundation for the future. But we're still in the present, though. And I believe you're seeing Dak build a foundation, getting the receiver that he trusts. He got a running back, our lineman, kind of getting healthy, you know. And we'll finally have a punt returner, kickoff returner um, pretty soon. So if we have our special teams, man, that's going to that's gonna be really dope. Uh, Tavon Austin, man, I think he's, he, he's going to be a big player. He's going to be a big player. Coming back, jet sweeps, pump return, kickoff return. We need to put him anywhere the ball can be touched and caught and ran. He's He's got to be our fastest player, for sure. For sure. For sure. But our offense look good. We can always move the ball. It's getting into the red zone, like I've been saying, and scoring in the red zone. If we can score in the red zone, I don't think nobody can beat us. Because as soon as we get up 14 or, or 17, you're not touching the ball, and that's how we do it. Keep away. We're keeping everything away from you, and that's how we do teams, you know, because we can hold on to the ball 
longer than anybody. So Dak, he looked real good. He looked focused. Um, I, I feel like he's way better than what we give him credit for, what I gave him credit for. Has it been an up and down year? Yes, it has. On every ball, I cringe some days and some days I'm really happy, you know. But I got to a point is that this is who Dak is. But Dak wins. Dak at least go to the playoffs. And if you keep going to the playoffs, eventually you're going to catch some kind of fire. You're going to catch something good. I'd rather be in it and have a chance than don't go at all. Period, point blank. He's the most winningest quarterback. So we have to pick and choose. We want wins or we want stat stuffer a la Romo. Because that used to be my debate against Romo. Oh, Romo got the best top three stats, and he did. But we were 8-8. Eight and eight. I'm not saying it was all his fault, but they get the blame. They get the credit. I just don't believe Dak gets enough credit, but he gets a lot of the blame. That's not fair. We got to be fair now. We got to be fair with this. But the defense has to step up. Um, linebackers have to come down. D-line D is going to have to. They're going to be a key in the Seattle game. I'm going to talk more about it um, this upcoming week. So, but I'm definitely proud that they won the NFC Championship. And I believe that uh, Chris Richards, he's done a heck of a job with the secondary. He's been awesome how he coached these corners up. They battle. That's one thing they're going to do is battle. Jones, he's battling. Wouzier battling. They're battling, man. They're at the corner and they're battling. They're just putting hands on you, hands and feet. Brown, he frustrates me at times because he gets those dumb penalties holding all the time. I like Jordan. Me personally, I like him a little bit more. But they battle. That's all you can ask for out there, man. If you're just battling, man, we got to give it to you. Um, so that's the podcast for the day. Um, we just seen we just seen elevation from these teams, uh, from the Lakers, for sure. See how these guys played, and they got blew out the next day against the Clippers, I think it was, or the Spurs. I think it was the Clippers, and then they ended up winning against the Kings. So we'll kind of see how that goes. We're going to see who's folding and, 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 and who's building with the Lakers, with LeBron, so you can kind of see who the man, who not the man. And with the Kings, you can kind of see who's going to be on this roster next year and who's not and who's going to get cut and kind of build upwards, man. But this going to be looking good for free agents. Maybe a trade to come. They can get somebody. But I definitely see them um, um, elevating Sacramento Kings, man. Um, they're looking good. I'm going to keep talking about them. But I like what I see out of them. Lottie Divac, man, got to give credit where it's due. Um, he's getting all these overseas guys. Um, and they're really locking in with them and really want to play for them and really getting guys that, you know, be Zalifa. We didn't know who he was from the Timberwolves, and that was a gem. That was, that was a really good one. So uh, I definitely see um, the Kings going up. And last thing with the Cowboys, um, Dak Prescott is going to be the key. Zeke is going to be key. But they're going to shut Zeke. They're going to put nine in the box. They're going to make Dak throw it. Our offensive line has to hold up. Uh, it's going to be key that, that first quarter. But I like what I've seen. I think the defense is definitely going to come. I think that is a championship defense. Um, but they're going to have to show it now. So this is the key to show it. Our corner is going to have to hold it down. But the key is going to be the linebackers. Sean Lee, I mean, thank you for his service. But 
it's time to go. You know, it's not his time is up. If you want to be a backup, I'm okay with that. But he's definitely going to be a coach. I definitely see that in his future. But him being on the field, nah, I don't. I don't see it. I don't think he's ready. He's just he's he doesn't look ready. Um, I think he's mentally ready, but physically he doesn't look ready to me. So. Um, Jalen's going to have to definitely hold it down. But I see the defense doing very well, so you just watch out for that. Uh, I've been on it longer than I should have been on it. Uh, but this is your boy CG, man. We close no doors. We keep them all open, man. I'm out. Peace. Happy New Year.